everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am speaking with Chris McCooey. He has just released a fantastic new record called Missing Pieces, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Chris, I want to sincerely thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Austin. It's uh, it's really great to, to chat with you about this record. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, as I mentioned before we started recording, I've listened to it, I think, like three times through already, and it truly has gotten better with each listen um and i you know and really the first thing that i'd love to know about it from you is like what is it all about like is it a series of individual stories or is there one overarching message to it yeah it's i think the 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 running theme through the the record is is really family and kind of our different experiences with family my different experiences with family mm-hmm. um and so some of those experiences are uh, sort of joyful. I think some people can have those, you know, uh, you know, I've been married for 30 years. And so that's reflected in some of that. Um, some of those are more reflecting kind of trauma that comes with, with, uh, experiences of family of sort of not knowing who family is. Um, I was an adopted kid and so I didn't know my biological parents. And so there's some, there's some of that in there sort of, um, reflecting kind of going through those, those experiences. Um, uh, one of the other themes, which is something that affects a lot of the work I do these days, is I have um, one of my my kids has a chronic illness, and so um, so writing from the point of view of a parent who is a caretaker of uh, a, a kid in that circumstance, um, and writing for other parents in those circumstances or people in those circumstances is something that sort of really weighs weighs on my heart, my 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 mind and sort of the way I think about life and art and all kinds of things these days. No, that's a huge chunk of your life. Obviously, the dedication to go through that and to keep going through that. I'm not surprised that it made its way to your music. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. And just the experience of running into other people who are doing the same thing and just seeing how, you know, I think everybody's um, experiences is different. Everybody's kind of worst situation or nightmare is, 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 kind of relative to them and their experience totally and uh and so also just seeing kind of the heroic um efforts that that families make on behalf of their loved ones uh, over, over the years running into people in the intensive care units and things like that it's yeah. uh it's it's you know it's nothing you ever thought you'd get into but once you're there it's sort of you know you are you're taking it in you're you're invested for sure so it's okay. an amazing and you know hard but um rewarding thing Oh, no, it's heavy stuff, for sure. And, you know, obviously reflects in the music itself. Um, how long did this take to put together? Like, how did it look like on the back end, the production, the process? Like, who all was involved with this? Because yeah. as, as as amazing as, you know, the lyrics are, the instrumental is also beautiful. So I want to know, like, yeah, how did it all come to be? Well, there's uh, my, my good friend, Max Butler. He's a... Uh, um... Uh, currently a barrier based um, player. He's been around forever. Session guy um, was a sideman to Chuck Prophet for for many years and toured with him. Um, he he and I started. Um, we've known each other for years and we worked together at um, at uh, various places. We worked together at churches and things like that. Sure. Uh, we I started kind of writing again back in and record wanting to record about 2019. And he came alongside and, you know, sort of volunteered himself to, to, to you know, go on this road with me. And we, we sure. talked a lot about the idea of just getting in a studio with with musicians and just right. recording, right? Just trying to do something that was, you know, 
semi-live or as live as you can make it. Yeah. And just that, particularly, you know, as we got into it and we got into the pandemic and that sort of thing, the experience of just being in a room with people and playing music <laughs> right. was just amazing, you know? Yeah. And so um, so that that's kind of been the MO of the the, the work that we've done. We This is the third um, record that we've done over the last three years or, nice. or four years. And uh, and so that's kind of where it starts is just getting a group of players going into the room. We um, it's pretty that the majority of the work is pretty quick. We get together, we rehearse sort of for about four hours. OK, show up to the studio. Uh, in this case, we actually did two big sessions. Um, uh, we we did one session, which was like the rock and roll session where it was, you know, well, you know, four of us in a room sure. recording, you know, uh, guitars, bass and drums. And then um, we did another session where we actually had a string quartet. And so we actually did wow. kind of that Capitol Records thing where we were actually, we had the string quartet live with acoustic guitar and me singing. And then we came back in and did some overdubs for a couple of other things. Very and cool. so um, so that was just really a, a great, I mean, it's just so fun. I mean, it's yeah. like old school, you know. Uh, it's kind of like old school, classy recording on a budget, you know? <laughs> totally. Well, that's, that's the thing with nowadays is like, obviously people were sending remote, you know, files to each other before the pandemic. That wasn't yeah. new, but like the future that we've hit with recording, I, I still feel like no matter what, no matter how far you are, there's nothing you can do to recreate the magic of playing with someone in a room yeah. next to you. Yeah. Um, Maybe as like, you know, an average consumer of music, you may not be able to tell, but I mean, I listen to music literally all day long. So you can yeah. really feel like the love and the passion. And it, it, I think it's translated to like this grand atmospheric sort of sound. Absolutely. And it comes through perfectly and you can really, like you can feel it. Um, yeah. Something yeah, that absolutely. you can't, you can't add in post and you can't, it's just, it's just. No, that, that's spontaneous. Absolutely. Spontaneous inspiration that happens in the room. And I mean, there, you know, it doesn't, um, you know, like, like in the, back in the, the old days with the Beatles, right. Using the recording studio, yeah. as an instrument, you still have that and you can still do that. And you can right. come back and fix and tweak and, and do that. But just to be in a room and just sort of react. Yeah. Uh, the minor yeah. changes, the little tweaks, like you can't just be sending 10,000 emails back and forth <laughs> to each other. It gets a little Absolutely. annoying after a Absolutely. while. I yeah, love that. Um, another thing that I love about this record is that it really does pull from so many different styles and genres. Like, I, obviously, there's like an Americana base to it, and it's rooted mm -hmm. in that. But it also takes twists and turns, and it does its own thing. I want to hear from you, like, what label would you put on this? What would you call this for someone that hadn't listened to it before? Yeah, I mean, labels are hard. I mean, I, I am, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, so I, I discovered kind of the American, this is going to sound kind of dumb, but I discovered the Americana genre just a few years ago where I happened upon the uh, video of Brandi Carlisle at the Grammys, right? Oh, she's amazing, yeah. She is amazing. I saw that performance and I was like, what is this? And yeah. this is like a category. This is amazing. This And um, I, I, that was my gateway kind of into it. And then I discovered, well, it's been around for a long time and there's this, <laughs> this other great stuff that's there. And it that as a genre, it's it's probably the only thing that I think that kind of that that fits kind of where my head is in general. I mean, I know the funny thing about Americana is it it sort of means different things to different people, I think. Cause I That's think so true. It, yeah. No, it really is. And I've had that conversation before. 
but I think overall there is a specific sound, or at least like it can it can vary a little bit. Definitely, definitely. I mean, like alt country, it was kind of the beginnings yeah. of some of that, I think, and then it kind of moved out. But that that was kind of like the 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 starting point. But you know, I'm I'm a Bay Area born and bred guy. I I grew up playing the nightclubs out here in San Francisco and Berkeley sure. uh, in the '90s. Um, and so, uh, so as a, you know, anybody who, who played clubs in, in that era, you, you sort of put your toe in a lot of different pools. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was playing shows, you know, with members of what would be Counting Crows one night, um, the next night I'm playing, um, shows with bands like Fungo Mungo, you know, and, Thrash <laughs> yeah, Punk, of and you know, doing world music and ska and everything else. So. So that's kind of all in who I am, right? And then, totally. um, and then in addition to that, just uh, playing with Max. Max is a multi instrumentalist. He um, he has got background both in just rock and roll and, and alternative stuff, but he's done you know a lot of bluegrass with a band called Fretknot that he's he played in for years. Okay. And um, and then with Chuck Prophet, who's kind of you know um, you know kind of a rock and roll Americana type thing, but sort of like he's sort of a genreless storyteller, right? In a way. Yeah. So um, uh, and, and Max is you know he's he's he is an amazing guitar player, but he brings into things like uh, steel guitar and pedal steel and mandolin and those instruments. So yeah. so it gives me a, a a great palette to play around with and work with. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, then, it, I mean, it sort of begs the question of like, I love this sound and I wouldn't want it to sway or vary too much. But do you have any potential plans to experiment in the future, try new things on future? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Like with this record, I think uh, when we started talking about it, we were playing it, uh, you know, Max actually said, hey, what about a string quartet? And I said, that's a great idea. Let's Why not? <laughs> exactly. You know, he was feeling saucy, right. wanted to write an orchestration. And I, totally. I, I've got the song for it. Let's let's do it. And, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of how we go about it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm really excited to to try other things, um, you know, in, in the near future. I think I'm thinking about remixes and things of that sort, sure. too. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm open. I like, I love the process of recording. I mean, that's one of the things I missed over the last decade or so I, when I, I laid out totally. uh, of any of doing, doing this stuff and just getting in the studio, experimenting, playing around with voicings and sounds is just right. a delight. In terms of like the actual framework of making these songs, have you refined it in any way over the years? Does it always start with a lyric or a baseline? Like, how does it work for you? Because I know it changes for everyone. And yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the the iPhone and the digital memory <laughs> yeah. is my best friend, and uh, I spend a lot of time with that. And just you know, when I'm driving around or out and yeah. about, you know, singing ideas into that and capturing sounds and things I hear. Yeah. Um, I, uh, a lot comes out of maybe I'm jamming on guitar and I'll, I'll come up with a lick or chord exchange I like, Yeah. but really from, from anywhere, it's just, it can come from a lot of different places, um, you know, notes or ideas or themes that pop in. Um, so, um, so it's, it really varies some of the songs, you know, that sort of, I guess the nice thing of not of laying out for 10 years as I, when I was laying out, I was still writing. And sure. so, um, so I have a, a body of material that goes goes back about 10, 12 years right. that, I'm, that I'm able to go back and pull from and sort of like collect, put collections of songs together that kind of feel like they fit together. And uh, and it's fun to, 
to go back and sort of see well, what was I, what was I thinking about 10 years ago or right. you know what works and and then you know to continue to write now and find things that are kind of like okay those those all really are there's a synergy there right now I mean besides like building up a catalog and having a discography these songs and these albums they act as time capsules like you can really kind of capture your essence as a person Absolutely. in a certain time period it's like the weirdest thing well, that actually was kind of that, that was one of the real strong motivations to start doing this again is, mm. is that just just, you know, uh, you know, people have various ways that they want to kind of, you know, I don't know, be remembered or sort of, you know, yeah. my kids sort of like um, I'm, I'm not a journaling guy. I'm not a diary kind of guy, but, sure. but I write songs. So, you know, I can write these songs, I can record them and they're going to be there. Right. So they're you know, it's a way wow. to kind of talk to them. <laughs> over the years i won't get morbid but you know it's like, no no i understand i know i feel the same it's like you, yeah you gotta leave the little trinkets behind to be like oh they, my dad did something <laughs> he made some music yeah yeah Wild. and to be conscientious about the, the time we're writing into like yeah uh, during the pandemic there were definitely songs that were that reflected oh yeah some of that and and you know and still it's just kind of the things that we're going through now yeah um, so i think that i mean that's the amazing thing about songwriting and kind of poetry and lyrics Wild times. yeah truly um so we are you know very much at the end of the year here yeah what does the next year of your life look like like what are some lofty goals that you would hopefully like to accomplish by next year's end you know, I think one of the things I'm really working on, and this, this is going to sound kind of uh, kind of odd, but but I playing out. I mean, is something that I'm working on because I, yeah, you know, I, th that's something I, I years ago did a lot, and um, and I haven't. That wasn't really even a part of the planning with any of this because I really got started during pandemic, right? And so, like, yeah. that's the last thing on my mind. It's like tours are canceled, clubs are closed, nothing's happening. So. So working out kind of how to how to play gigs was not kind of at the forefront of my mind, but um, but I think I'm you know I'm ready to actually put something together, kind of put a put a crew together and and do some shows and uh, you know just decided to kind of get into that mode of expression again. So that's you know I, again it's not a it's huge goal in the grand scheme of things, but to, that to is a huge together. goal. But it's a huge goal. In this day and age, you think, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it, there's like literal thousands and thousands of bands that are fighting for spaces. Yeah. Luckily, you're in Northern California. There's plenty of venues to pop into or things to make happen. Um, I, I do want to know, though, like, out of all the songs on this record, is there one that you're looking forward to performing live the most? Well, I think as far as just kind of hype and, and uh, excitement, it Raise the Roof is a tune that... <laughs> uh, that I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play and, and, and a lot of fun to to tweak. I mean, I think the live experience, you know, I, I don't want to just play the record. Of course. And, uh, and especially when you're when you're playing with, you know, players, good players. I mean, you you can play around with that and sort of incorporate other tunes and and, and do some things with songs. So I really I think that song has the potential to have a lot of life. Of course. Um, but I think some of the 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 you know the the more solemn things, uh, tune like Well Well, which is um, was more kind of on the uh, kind of downbeat um, ballad type space. Sure. I think it's a it's a tune that it's 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 a song that's powerful to me and sort of speaks to me. I think there's other people who could who who might want to hear it too. And so um, I think it could be a really a great sort of staple in a live show. 
Oh, I think you're right. Um, Chris, I have one more question for you. Sure. I basically want to know, like, for the person that is going to discover you from this, yeah. what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first time? Awesome. You know, I think um, I, I strive to be a storyteller mm -hmm. in this in these songs, and uh, and I hope that you um, I hope there's something in the songs that you're going to hear that uh, might make you feel a little bit better about where you're at right now, and uh, and maybe there's a story that we can you know tell together over the years. So yeah, looking to make friends and relationships. Awesome. Hope you can jump on in. I think that's a great uh, closing statement right there. Uh, Chris, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. It, it really does mean a lot. Please let me plug your music for you. Uh, if you guys missed it the first time around, the record is called Missing Pieces. We will have the links in the article so that people can listen and share and follow along. Um, and it obviously sounds like there's so much more coming in the new year. I am personally excited at this point. Awesome. Thanks, Austin. I really You're so welcome, it. Chris. Thank you so much again. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I hope to speak soon. Terrific. Awesome. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. See you.